Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Why did it always come back to Twilight? Can't we like... Because that's what like know... so many people... You talk about vampires and they're like, oh, I love Twilight. Like, why? What? Was... What? It's kind of like the vampire staple. <laughs> staple of vampire it's so bad. Why is Twilight the vampire staple? I mean, if is we didn't have that, I mean, shimmery, like, what's the next best thing? Like, uh, the, the Count millenni- from Sesame Street? Like, is that the next best one? <laughs> the Count? What? Van! <laughs> oh. So I did not check my fantasy football yet because, of course, I'm playing Parsons and I don't want to accidentally see what the score is there. So um, as far as that's concerned, but I did get this weird update about Burrow. He he had like he has like three touchdowns and 325 yards in the first half. (laughs) Oh, so I don't know what his points are at right now yet, but. They got to be close to 100 or over 100 or something, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's only the first half, right? So I've, I've um, been trying to prepare people because, you know, I talked about how I'm going to start a, another league out here, um, kind of similar to the one we have when we were in California that we are still doing now, but just online. Yeah. Um, and when I try to explain to people my league, it, it people just are like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Like, how do you ever intense. do it? Yeah. That's, I, I don't know about you guys. Of... Now, I've played I've played in fantasy leagues for, I mean, gosh, it's over 15 years at this point. I've never played in a league. So I play, So how it all started is I played in a league one time, a really long time ago, like for just one year, and it was a really high-scoring league. I, the way I kind of explain it to, to people that aren't really into sports, but maybe they understand video games, it's like being on a on a, on a video game server, like a WoW classic server or something like that, and they, they do like 100 times XP. Right. So like when you go and you do a quest, instead of getting a thousand XP, you get 10,000 XP and you're just like, whoa, God. And you level up four times. That's how it feels to play in my league is that you go and you think that you understand how fantasy football really works. But you get to such a minute level that you're like, dude, all I need right now is I need a 40 yard interception return for a touchdown and then they have to sack him and and if they can sack him he'll get a half point for the tackle he'll get two points for the, and you start looking at the football at football in a totally different way to the point where you're like i can win and you're like you're down by like 180 points yeah. you're like but i can still win bro so i like the guys <laughs> like the guys at the church where they play one of every position right so I, i've played four other times in my life and the last time i played was was pre you know 2017 when my life got twisted upside down a little bit but um, it was similar to what they're playing. Like when they, yeah, standard. Uh, I'm looking at their lead. Yes. Standard scoring. Right. So single player. And so I got, the, I, I got the pleasure of, of being a part of you guys' draft last year. Uh, I did not play in that, that season, but I got to watch it. Right. I got to take part in it and see what it was about. And I was like, you drafted nuts, the winning bro. team. Uh, I took part in it. Yeah. I know he moved a lot of things around. So he, he took his piece, but yeah, that was, that was, that was, you know, a good piece at the end. But the fact that, I sat there and I watched, like I got, I watched all you guys' scoring through the season. And I'm like, this is bonkers. <laughs> and you guys, mm-hmm. you had punters, I remember. And it was, it was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Straight and nuts. so like, I mean, this is not a fantasy football podcast, but it's no, our podcast. Yeah. We can talk about whatever we want. Yeah. We're just uh, kicking sure it off. It, we're in football I'm season. Sure, right? I'm sure at some point Cody's going to talk about magic halfway through the episode. So who cares? <laughs> or furries, uh, but listen, whatever. We've been in the episode for like 30 seconds. I've already mentioned video games and football and magic. So and furries. I, it's just, and furries. Furries just got thrown in there. And I, I would like God. to bring up that I did not bring it up this time. <laughs> I'm, just stoking, I'm stoking the flame a little. You know, I, think I, just, I think I it's just coming. overlooked that. I didn't want to talk about it. But anyways, I suppressed it way, way down. But for those that like that actually do play fantasy football, usually you just play like you're playing a normal whatever. And uh, all the points are pretty stacked and standard. And I would say like a standard league with a normal amount of players you're supposed to have. 
you know, like 150 points is like a really, really, really good day. Like that's a, that like you get a yeah. you get if you break 150 points in a standard league, um, you're like god tier, right? Yeah. In my yeah. league, that's like one individual that has a good day. One player on your team, mind you. We start, I think, was it 12 positions, 13 positions, maybe more. Uh, two of everything, but kicker and defense, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And so yeah. one of the things that I did early on is maybe the first couple of years, we the changes that we made in the league were very basic, nothing really major. Maybe we added two more people to the league because eight was just too too shallow. It had everybody had good teams and it wasn't a lot of, a lot of fun. So we made it ten players. Uh, we did, but after about three years of playing, and we finally kind of started getting our bearings. I remember telling guys like, now we're gonna shake it up. And I every year, now we have I have two other commissioners, but every year we have added new changes to the league. And so it what it does is it makes it non boring. It makes it, some years it absolutely sucks, right? Some years the changes you're like, man, these were the worst changes ever. It's like like having punters that score eighty five points, worst change ever. It was the worst change ever. I mean, there's been worse years than that, but. It just some years, sometimes it's a win, sometimes it's not, but every year is different. And so what it does is it causes you to have to rethink your drafting. It causes you how you, how you rethink as far as trades every year, you have to go through that, that painstaking uh, effort of going through and just changing things up. So I like that because it kind of keeps me on my toes. I'm, I'd like to think that I'm good at fantasy football, but having changes every year where you have to make changes. I mean, unless you're Cody who just isn't good at fantasy football. Um, just yeah, kidding. <laughs> if you just suck at fantasy football. Uh, I'd you, be curious to see what cousins does though. Just uh, Andy was talking about it a little earlier. So now that oh, with the got, change with, with the changes, Odell yeah. and, and I don't know if Beckham's but, actually playing though. Once he actually gets week. in. The, yeah. Well, okay. That makes sense. Once yeah. he gets in the swing of things and he's playing, uh, I'd be interested to see what happens to that offense. Um, but yeah, I digress for me by that time. But yeah, <laughs> What is your record right now, Cody? Like, uh, let's see, one in five. Gonna be, one. gonna be one in six here in a minute. Ah, at the end of the uh, day, yes. probably. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been dreading um, bye weeks because my quarterbacks back to back weeks had uh, bye weeks. So uh, last week did not go well, and Aaron took the crown. He didn't take the crown from me, but he did topple yeah, my still in first place. My reign. Yeah. I am in first place, but un- uncontested. But yeah. uh, I was trying to go for the undefeated season, and he took it from me. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Yeah. My Anyways. Bad. My bad. All right. What so, are we actually talking about on this, this is podcast? Our, it's so not this a fantasy football last, podcast. It's not. It's not. So this is our last episode for the month of Halloween. Um, and we're going to talk about vampires. And, and while talking about vampires, of course, you've got to talk about Vlad Tempest, also known as Vlad Dracul, or the Order of the Dragon. Right. Who was That's already news to real. me. Like I knew that there was a guy that was kind of, you know, where the lore of Dracula kind of came from. Yeah. And you call him Vlad the Impaler. Is that like another that's nickname? His, of his? That's his nickname, Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and we'll talk um, about why and things like that. But I've never but, really uh, spent much time looking into this. But but vampires. Vampire. So I know we've we've touched on the absolutely <clears throat> ridiculous ones like Twilight where they sparkle in the sun and you know just oh my god why, see, why does it always come back to twilight can we like because that's what like know... so many people you talk about vampires and they're like oh i love twilight like why what there's what it's kind of like the vampire staple <laughs> Staple. It's so, of vampire. it's so bad why is twilight the vampire staple i mean if is we didn't have that sh- i mean shimmery... like, what's the next best thing like uh the, the count millenni- from sesame street like is that the next best <laughs> one <laughs> the count what <laughs> Vaughn! Oh, there's there's so many. You got Blade, right? You got you got Marvel, right? You can so you got that aspect. You got... Well, well, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, go ahead. What? Blade, man, eh, whatever. Blade was great. Blade, <laughs> re- it revitalized Marvel. Marvel was going bankrupt. Blade he came out, and and Marvel all of a sudden started making money again. So Blade is solid. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, you have. Um, oh, what's the director's name? Anyways, Bram Stoker's Dracula. You know, uh, one of the first horror flicks to win a, or be nominated for a bunch of awards and and things of that nature. Um, what was that? That was Coppola, right? Francis Ford. So you're dropping uh, names, man. I don't. I, these are direct. Listen, directors. Yeah. To that degree, like, okay, I I get on Cody for not knowing actors, but I mean, listen, you love movies on a whole nother level if you understand all the producers and and directors. Me. 
maybe a few names you drop, I'll understand. But for the most part, I'm not going to know who directed movies. I don't pay close enough attention to it. But Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, you guys, <clears> it, <throat> it had Keanu Reeves. It had uh, Winona Ryder. Um, it had, why am I drawing a blank? Gary Oldman as Dracula himself. Mr. Vlad Tempest. No? You guys never seen it? No. No. Oh, Sounds old. Is it old? <laughs> I'm not going to go there with you, Cody. It probably I'm not is. doing it. I answer that question. <laughs> He's not going to answer because you're right. Yeah. <laughs> what about Lost Boys? Yes. Yeah, I've seen Lost Boys. I've heard of it. <clears throat> Anyways. I was thinking, I was thinking the lots bridge, of bridge scene lot, from that movie. Lo- yes. Yes. Lots of uh, lots of vampire movies out there. I mean, you know, long time Christopher um, Christopher Lee, the guy that played Saruman in Lord of the Rings. He right. was an old original black and white vampire. Drac- he was Dracula back in the day. Werewolves. You know, he played a lot of horror flicks. So, they you know the lore of vampires has been around forever. And though a lot of different, I believe, uh, cultures have similar versions and and you know, spinoffs. One of the, the biggest is Vlad Tempest, who was a uh, Romanian prince and then becomes king. Um, so he's born in Romania in like the early 1400s or mid 1400s, somewhere in their 15th century. Um, and they got this, the, the Dracul name, D-R-A-C-U-L, was given actually by the Roman Catholic Church. So they were they were like this they were like this country and their and their army stood to protect the they were I guess considered as crusaders in a sense and they were they were said to protect against the um uh which empire was it that they were standing against anyways um so Romania stood between Catholic churches to the west and um, so you had these, I guess, heathen empires that were, were going to, you know, could, could come in and attack. And Romania stood to protect him. And so Vlad and his armies, that's what they did, right? And so he was, he was a, quote-unquote, man of God, protecting against Muslim forces. Uh, the Ottoman Empire, that's what it was. So you had the Ottoman Empire, which was considered Muslim, and then you had the Christian Crusaders on, on the Western Front. Um, or reversed, actually. I think, it, anyways, neither here nor there. And so that's, he was a man of God, right? Some of his notable things, the whole Vlad the Impaler thing, right? So when they, he was known as bloody and ruthless, and so when they, armies would kill, you know, the, the, the Muslim combatants, they would put them on spikes and lift them up in the air and put the spikes in the ground. And so... Here oh, was dude. this, like, this Romanian warlord, and he every time he would win, it was like you just see bodies in the air on spikes everywhere. So he got the ruthless name of Vlad the Impaler. Um, some of the the things that ended up leading him to be um, known, or what people believed as undead and drinking blood. He was also known to drink the blood of his enemies at the at the head of the. They would bring in a table, and he would sit on the battlefield and drink blood. Did Did he actually do this? Because the impaler name, I get the, the putting people up on spikes. I mean, cool. I I see that. Did he yeah. actually, or was it just kind of part of the lore? Like, is there actual like, hey, this is a, a practice that he did, a ritual he did at every one of these? I don't know about everyone. Kind he of may people have... feared him so much that they built this myth up about who he was or how he he acted. Because well, his own people know. didn't fear him, and so these are writings. Some of these things, and it was just things that they believe. You know that I don't know that he did it at every battle, but it was like it's one of those things where he is known to have done this type thing, where he may have done it on one battle or two. I don't know. Nice. I mean, um, terrifying if it's true. He's torch. He was known for torture. Um, he ordered his men to poison wells and burn crops. Ruthless. <laughs> Ruthless. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got me at drinking blood. Like, I'm so- here. You can have my land. Like, I, right. I, I mean, listen. I he was. Listen, I, I'm, I'm cool. 
I think he. I think he just. It, it was. There was constant. Like, according to everything I read, there was constant bombardment from the Ottoman Empire because they were trying to sweep in to take out. You know, early Christianity or not early, but uh, uh, Catholicism. They had Catholic churches, and so they were trying to take it over. And these guys were like the only, like the the forefront. They had to constantly be battling, and so that was one thing that it said that he had to be ruthless, or a lot of his soldiers and and people that um that he ruled over believed he had to be this way in order to pump fear into his enemy. So. You know, the drinking of the blood thing, the putting people up on spikes, it was all a place of, like, I'm going to pump fear, right? Yeah. Um, so then there's the things that kind of get weird, not really 100% sure, because there's not any true. So he dies, I guess, in battle. Um, or so he was exiled and, and imprisoned in Hungary for like five years or something like that. Um, and he was marching against the Ottomans at some point, like again for like the hundred thousandth time. And he gets ambushed and killed on the battlefield. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so this is where it gets weird though. Ottomans supposedly cut his body into pieces and like paraded around with like pieces of him. However, um, the somehow family members or his son, who's now going to be the King at this point, um, gets the body back or pieces, the body in pieces and buries it in a mausoleum. Okay. Mausoleum's guarded cause he's royalty. And then we go on a little bit. And now, Pure lore, don't know, but now the story goes into a place where, you know, potentially the body's missing and sightings of him as the as the Romanian forces go on to fight the Ottomans or sightings of him, you know, in, in fields of battle and things like that. So that So they cut up his body, they put it in a mausoleum. So well this is what they say. They they the Ottomans send messages <laughs> like, hey, we cut up his body, right? And then then somehow his son gets his body again. Doesn't say if it's in pieces, so I don't know if that's just the Ottomans. They paraded this around like, hey, to make their forces feel a little stronger. Like, hey, we beat this warlord. We beat this strong dude. Because um, it just, everything I've read, it was like, this was just a small piece. That whole cutting of the pieces thing, I think that that was just a message they were trying to send. I don't think that that was necessarily accurate. Um, I do believe he was killed, and then the troops drug his body back to the to the son. But neither here nor there, then the body gets buried in a mausoleum, and supposedly the body comes, so the lore says, alive. Okay. By the way, he's a national hero. For Romania? Yes. Yeah. Still to this day? Still to this day, yes. Yeah. Interesting. He's he's considered, this is what it says, considered one of the most important rulers in Wakalean history and a national hero of Romania even though his uh even though he was known as as an undeniably brutal ruler his victorious campaign against the ottoman forces which protected both Wak- Wallachia and Europe Wakanda. have won Wakanda, Wakanda? <laughs> oh shit i'm like Wakanda no what it's the way you're pronouncing it it makes it sound like w a l l a c h i a anybody got that yeah Wakanda, Wakanda. <laughs> you got it right. Wakanda. <laughs> they were more advanced forever. technology. More, yes. Um, and it has won him praise as as a great military leader. He was even praised by Pope Pius II, who expressed admiration for his military feats and for defending Christendom. Now, um, there was beliefs, and this is where you just kind of full sidetrack that before he died and went into that battle where he died that he supposedly gave his life he walked away from christ and decided to give his life to satan so some of his followers say and went into darker times and things like that and mix on all that with the blood and supposedly rising from the dead and so breeds the beginning of the vampiric regime of lord dracula 
So he made a deal with the devil to be Dracula or something? Supposedly. Supposedly. So well. he, he was just like, yo, what up? I know I'm a Christian and all, but like, can you give me like fangs and super speed? And he's like, yeah, dog, got you. And then he was <laughs> give like, give me fangs and super speed. He's like, yes. eternal life? Nah, uh, I'm going to be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Is that to the gist of it? That's it. That was in the contract. Okay. Fangs, super speed. Fangs, super uh, speed. But I have life. to drink blood and I can't really go outside during the day. It's like well, uh, minor drawbacks, my friend. Right. Minor drawbacks. Yeah, I mean, would you take it? And no more garlic for the rest of your life. I mean, that's it's in itself. That's brutal. I, you know, I tried to figure out where the garlic lore came from. I don't know. If maybe maybe Andy's quick on the computer if he can. Let's I could not. Find, let's find it out. Yeah, because I mean, the whole garlic thing. I get the crosses, right? So you, if you give your life to Satan, okay, crosses I can I can get are going to affect you. Holy water kind of makes sense. Uh, Wait, all day you're just unholy. Dakes to the heart. Um, not really, I guess, because it's the source. It pumps the blood, maybe, and that's why you, you got to drink blood so stay alive. Maybe, maybe. Um, but the garlic, garlic of all things. Has anyone cut a vampire's head off to see what would happen? I mean, I'm pretty sure it would slow him down. I mean, I would go as far as to say perhaps kill him, but according to lore, maybe not. He just like put it back on his head, like nothing. And, happened. and it just reattaches. Yeah, I guess so. Just because he's super demonic. Okay, and um, this is base level Google. I'm, I'm, I'll dig into it in a minute, but it's the traditional, the traditional belief the garlic odors. It's the odor, not the garlic itself. The smell oh, okay. of uh, deters vampires because it, it, it somehow vampirism ties back to the original disease for rabies. And so they believe it to be that was the intent was is we're going to use garlic because apparently the odor of garlic helps or deters things that are. Like you know, dying, dead, dying of rabies. Well, no, 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 not necessarily that. But like when when an animal or something has rabies, I could be wrong. But it sounds like if I'm and I'm gonna dig into this, but it sounds like they don't like they don't like the smell or the odor of garlic, and so it deters those beasts that are that are you know like wolves and whatnot that have rabies, uh, that may have an aggressive side to them. So it's not that they're like allergic to it or it gives them a, a rash or a virus. Because I know in some movies that's how they kind of depict it, but it's the odor of garlic that deters them. So they so would rub garlic it. on their skin to make their skin less appetizing. We've got so, uh, we've got two different <clears throat> theories then here. So it sounds like we have the I made a deal with Satan, and then the germ theory where it's like a you know you catch it kind of like a cold, like so a virus get, or something. So you like get that. the cold, yeah. you grow fangs, you got to drink blood to purify your blood, right? Because your blood is now toxic forever. Right? Yeah. Forever. And so you just, it's like, it's kind of like, um, like when you have liver issues and you get, was it dialysis? So it's like permanent dialysis, right? You just go and you drink the blood and then your body flushes the old blood. You get it. It makes sense. Running with it. It is, it is plausible, right? Or perhaps he made the deal <laughs> with the devil and was like, listen, dog, I can't listen, make a straight dog. up deal. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make a straight up deal with you because I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it to Big G. Big G's really in charge here, but he's not giving me all these powers, right? So here's what we gotta do. It's like I'll do, I'll, uh, I'll give you part of my soul in exchange for a vampiric germ, which you don't necessarily give directly to me, but you can give to these other people, and then I'll go infect myself with it and then kill them off, thus being the only vampire left. Now, that's that's my theory. I've just crafted. So what do what do you guys think about that? I think that's more plausible. Than uh, that that kind of ties everything together, it, you know? Yeah, it does. Um, there was a show, The Strain. Did you guys see that? It was on for like three seasons, I think. The, the Strain? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the one where they, well, I think it was only on like two seasons, but the one two where they had the bunker, the bunker and the vampires that can all connect to one another. And, and they were like, little, it, was, little it was a parasite, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they were like parasites, kind of like, you know, we're talking about viruses and stuff. It just made me think of that because it was... This, this like parasite that would get under your skin and then you would become this vampire, right? And then you'd be controlled by the head vampire, the Nosferatu. Who's Nosferatu again? Uh, I remember him off SpongeBob, but I don't know the significance. I love your SpongeBob references. <laughs> gives me joy that you like turn these serious topics into childlike. Oh, it's so great. I, I'm not mocking you. I actually enjoy this very much. <laughs> Sue's my soul. Sue's so, my soul. No, so wait, let's back up. Nosferatu was on SpongeBob? Yeah, you don't remember that? <clears throat> no. 
Oh, okay. So, like, basically, like, uh, there's this episode. It's called the Hashlinging Slasher. You guys familiar with that episode? No. No. It's basically like, um, it's like a Halloween episode. I think it's ba- basically about like a. So, like, um, Squidward wants to mess with SpongeBob because he, SpongeBob's annoying him, and he's like, "Hey, so um, he makes up this story about the Hashlinging Slasher about how like, yeah, the phone will ring, uh, and there'll be no one there." And then, uh, then there's like, there's like two other signs, right? And then they they come to fruition because you know, Squidward's, you know, behind it all, right? And uh, but then like they start happening, and Squidward's not doing it, and Squidward gets started to get freaked out, and then they see someone get off the bus, and that looks like they're gonna, it looks like a murderer, like a hashtag slash, like someone has like a like a weapon, they like come in like hooded, they're about to like murder them, and Squidward's like super scared and then like it's just some guy and it ends up to be this like really weird coincidence it wasn't supposed to be scary but then <laughs> then they were like wait if if you if you were on the phone and and uh and that guy was on the bus then who was flickering the lights and uh because the lights was like the last thing and then they look over at the light switch and it's just like it's this black and white um uh, imagery of the creepy looking dude and okay. he's flickering right. his lights and he's I like Nosferatu yeah, so it's probably a spin off of the original black and white. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Check, here's the that's here's the actual like. picture that they used in the in the show. Yep. That's um, okay. <laughs> and that is that is a clip from the original movie in 1922. Yeah. Um, and if you actually Google that, if you if you Google Nosferatu, it says that Nosferatu is a vampire from the film in 1922 and is an employee at the Krusty Krab who works as a night shift manager. Yep, there it is. That is the wiki description of Nosferatu, which is (laughs) fantastic. He also appears in the Nintendo DS version of the video game. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. SpongeBob's Truth or Square. Nice. So he awesome. literally has. Nosferatu, oh, his real name is Count Orlock, right? So, yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the episode, if anybody wants to watch it, is called The Graveyard Shift. Yeah. Uh, very there you funny. go. Very there you funny. go. So, vampires run it and everything, right? Um, um. Well, I was looking up some stuff. So I know so, we talk about Vlad the Impaler, right? So Vlad yeah. the Impaler ties back to Dracula, and we kind of all kind of go there as like the origin, but he's actually not the first mention of vampires. And when you look through it, he's labeled more of the vampire because he was victorious in battle, very brutal, and drank blood. But they don't really ever talk about fangs. They don't ever talk about how he died, right? That he was, right. you know, his head was severed or anything like that. They, they, they give him that, that role of the vampire that he had like this this bond or whatever with Satan or whatever you want to call it. And that's how he's able to live everlasting. Um, but I went back and was like, well, what's the oldest account of vampires? And it's, I can't, I'm not going to be able to pronounce the name, so I'm not going to try, but it was a villager uh, from like the f- late 1500s to the early 1600s uh, in, in modern day Croatia. So it was called Ist- Istra. Wait, wait, Istria. Wait, but you said 1500s. Uh-huh. Yes. Vlad the Impaler. So that's, but here's what, here's what I'm going to mention. Cause Vlad's 1400s. Correct, but he wasn't labeled a vampire until much, much later. Yeah, he they was, just didn't. They just didn't well, figure out what he was. No, he him. was. He was. Dra- well, okay, I'm talking about like the actual account of someone having vamp, like vampire, vampire like teeth, uh, a hunger for blood, that kind of thing came right, so from much let's, later. His, so let's hear about this guy. What's his name? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it. It's like, yeah, I wonder if I could literally have. Uh, it's like your Grando Al- Alavik. Uh, there's actually two names for Sounds him, like a dream but he was Starbucks like he was order. considered to be a villager from the region of Istria, which is now modern day Croatia. Considered to be the first real person to be described as a vampire in history. In history, Ooh, what, um, what about him? Let's hear this. Nothing really about him, right? There's not a whole lot. The legend is uh. that uh, that he, like, 16 years after his death, they went to to his grave by night, and that he used to get up and terrorize the village. Um, that the the village like a village priest, and that he would come, and that bodies would be taken. Uh, during this time, right? Uh, I went on to dig a little bit more, and what it really, really we always kind of, because I'm, I try to be the more realist on this show because you guys all believe in crazy, weird things, and Cody brings up SpongeBob often. But um, <laughs> the 
what there's a there's a disease that was kind of happening around these times and i'm going to butcher the name of that too but it's called porphyria it's p-o-r-p-h-y-r-i-a uh, it also has it, it's a term that's used from for, for different types of diseases like a lot there's actually a bunch of diseases kind of underneath that attached to it yeah Right, but it's it's caused by irregularities in the production of heme, uh, heme or heme, uh, which is a chemical in the blood, which causes it to it causes people to have a sensitivity to light, causes them to have dis- disfigurement of their skin, which means the the pigment of their skin changes colors, or or doesn't glitter, but it gets lighter. <laughs> it doesn't um, glitter. Has an er- has has an erosion of the lips or gums, causing fang like uh, resemblance. So they're saying it almost gives them yeah, like a corpse like. A corpse-like look, uh, and so when they were talking about these things of people having this this drive to it, I don't know that we necessarily have a drive to blood. That usually seems to be some kind of myth, or because the difference between Vlad the Impaler and this guy that I'm mentioning is this guy was just a normal guy that died in a village, but they believed that he was tormenting the town because he he kept coming that, that apparently his body kept coming back and taking young men and women from the village. Um, and this, I, I guess he terrorized the town for like a hundred plus years before, you what know. What part like, of the world was this? Uh, this is modern day Kurosha. So like where Kurosha. Kurosha is now. So not far from where we're talking. Right. Um, I'm just saying. But yeah, the, the town was not a large town. Uh, I guess there's even a film made on the concept of this uh, called The Vampire of My Homeland. Uh, not that it would be in English, but it is also, there's a video of it. But it was basically for like after 16 years after he had died, the tormenting started and uh, it lasted well over 100 years before the, the village. I don't know if it ceased to exist or they all just moved away because of the what was happening. Um, and there's a whole lot more you can go into that. But I was really just looking into kind of where that the, the concept of like the vampire teeth, the whole thing, like where did that where did it tie back to? And then the idea is that it was a cre- kind of this creature-like thing that would come out at night, because uh, that you don't really hear that coming out from Vlad the Impaler, right? Vlad the Impaler was was brutal in in war. Doesn't talk about like light sensitivity. Doesn't talk about any of that stuff, other than the fact that his body disappears and that he's just kind of roman- romanticized over the years uh, as now turned into this concept of like the Dracula, the the vampire that comes out only at night, sleeps in a coffin. All of that stuff has just been kind of it's like the game telephone is how I feel it. Right. Right. So, just you know, from one person, one soldier to one soldier in that, in the battles against him, his myth and and his legend grew to a point where it became so gruesome, not to say that he wasn't, but if you've seen, have you looked up a picture of what Vlad the Impaler looked like? Yeah. Dude, it just looks like a normal dude. Right. Well, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just I mean, like, but that's the thing is look up a picture of Dracula. Google the two, right? And so you, you, you the concept. Well, I mean, of, once he signed the contract with the devil, I mean, he's he's got superpowers. Hey man, like listen, he's buffed up, right? Listen, we, we exactly. all exactly remember he has to go get the germ later. He, yeah, go get the germ yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it altered so him. It, it altered the it, way he looked. He got buffed. He got buffed. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> that was just that was just my my little dig into it because uh, I know that we're kind of talking about the same thing, but two things. The, the the legend of Dracula starts with Vlad the Impaler, but that's not the the. I think there was a strategic tie back to him as maybe being the original vampire, even though there's really no. It's not the same tie, right? He he drank blood at at the end of the war, probably to scare the crap out of the people he was fighting, right? Uh, you would do certain things to cause fear from your enemies. Um, oh God, Attila the Hunt was a similar person, right? Where he would do all these brutal things and, and, and we talk about impaling bodies. Like, you don't impale bodies just to impale bodies. You impale bodies to drive fear into your enemies. And you drink, yeah, you absolutely. drink your enemy's blood after war to drive, you know, like, not, he, this dude didn't just sit down one day and was like, you know what I can go for? A warm cup of blood. Right? Yeah. So he, he did these things to drive fear. And I think with that fear comes the, the aberrations of what he really was. But look and at so, the but look at the people like uh, Elizabeth Bathory, right? You know she's like the Blood Queen, also known as the Vampire right. Queen from Hungary, where she had she would keep hostages in her castle keep, women, young women and girls thought to be like virgins um, from the local town, and when they finally came upon her castle, that's we talked about her a little bit back when we were talking about like you know all the rich people drinking babies' blood. She was she would be bathing in blood and drinking blood. Right. And so, you know, she came after Vlad 
uh, even more recently, not super recent, but like early 1900s, there was a guy named Fritz Harman in Germany who he was convicted of killing over 20 bo- uh, young boys and young men and having bit and drank their blood, bit their necks and drank their blood um, while strangling them. That's how, and he, he ended up getting beheaded, which by the way, they preserved his head. So his head is preserved uh, and wasn't cremated until 2014. So they studied his head all the way through 2014 in the beliefs that, and he was known as, um, uh, where did it say here? Vampire of Hanover. So, and there's a whole laundry list of people that fall into this description, all dating after Vlad the Impaler. That's all I'm going to say. So, hmm. well, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and there are things that happened way prior to all of this that have now been referenced in either folklore or just history in general to say that these things are vampiric, right? That, that this is all back to like, I mean, for instance, I think there's a there's a there's a god in Egypt that is considered to be a vampiric deity, right? A Shekmet or whatever. Um, it's so considered that's to be, who he sold his soul to. That apparently Let's... apparently is the oldest vampire known to man would be that from ancient Egypt, which is considered the the, the uh... term vampire wasn't used when that happened. It, it's considered to be like a feline monster, kind of looks almost like a cat, um, but essentially had ties to vampire, uh, you know, folklore. So you you sphinx perhaps this, essentially right. This is she is the daughter of Ra, the god. Oh, cool. Which one's Ra? Right. Ra god. is the sun god. Okay, all right. Or the god yeah, of like, gods. Isn't isn't Ra? If I'm wrong, isn't Ra the big one that looks like a dog? No, he's a. Uh, uh, that's like, Anubis, like a, I think. That's Anubis. Like a sorry, falcon. He's like an eagle okay. or whatever. Right. Oh, that's right. 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 He's that's got, like yeah. their head god. Ra is like the main one, right? Ra is yeah, the main god. god. Yeah. So yeah. you know they that that's where it says that uh, that as she killed people, Sigma drank human blood to give her power. So that is the tie okay. back to okay. So, so we're that talking is, about we're talking about some straight up demons here, right? This demon drinking, this blood drinking demon, and somehow she hooked up with Vlad, and then well, off goes the. She t- hooked up with Vlad, but I think that's actually a good premise <laughs> that you could, pl- you know, I mean, but even like okay, in Israel you've got the tie to Lilith, right? Magic. Let's drop a magic reference here, right? Lilith is the vampire in the the deck, right? Yes. Right. Have, so there's her, that yeah. that comes from Jewish folklore, or not? Uh, it's Jewish Israel slash folklore, right? That this is. Um, like she's I did part not of know that Dead Sea Scrolls, that whole thing, um, back in like 40 BC, where they talk about uh, Lilith as a major folklore presence. Like she is considered to be. Let me see here. Middle Ages is continue to grow. She, uh, I'm reading like certain things here. Um, they've tied her name to demons and spirits, right? So all of these things weren't referenced as vampires, but she is considered to be the first actual vampire. Um, so there's all these, like, everything kind of ties back to one premise is that the vampire word, I don't know when that word, when that particular term came into play, but when it did, it's like we went back in history and said, oh, this was a vampire. This well, that's what, vampire. the word Nosferatu, by the way, is a Romanian word, meaning it translates to vampire. Right. So, so whenever those names and those things came into play, we started going back and saying, oh, that's probably what this was. That's probably what this was. That's probably what this was. So... I, you know, I was trying to to figure out like when, not necessarily current times, but when did this happen? I know you were talking about like there's you know bodies found and skulls, and they see the the fang like teeth that you know that tie in the mouth and all these things. But again, I think all of those tie back to folklore. They tie back to myths. They tie back. There's no physical evidence of any of that actually happening, other than just fear tacticing. So I, I I love the stories of it all. I think that there's, you know, some fun in being scared and, and thinking about these types of things. But we don't know, at least I can't tell of anybody that was, unless they had some kind of mental disability, someone that was actually considered to be a vampire um, through and through, or if it was just the, the myth of them uh, becoming into a vampire. It's all folklore. For the most part, you can't even tie it back to a real person. With the exception of that uh, that villager that I, t- I talked about, he was a real person. There is a genealogy of him. So, and and I don't want to touch on furries too much here, but the reason Great I want to bring the reason I want to bring up furries is because furries are basically these people that think they're animals, right? 
correct? There is a syndrome called Renfield syndrome where people truly believe they are vampires. Yeah, and, and mental health is a and they really go and get concern. caps on. Yeah, it's very big, right? It's a like big these, concern. People, people to the point where psychological, it's, it's it's got a diagnosis. Well, I, okay, name, okay. Right? Like, let me let me let me ask you this. So we again, when we term the the concept of vampires, the reason we're talking about it this month, it's ties to Halloween and scary yeah. and the whole thing, right? If someone truly believes themselves to be vampires and they bite someone with the intent of drinking blood, are they not vampires? Well, I mean, yeah, I are they to are some they some extent? I guess if they're trying to drink people's blood or just right? cannibals, um, I don't know. The question is: Is what do we deem a vampire? Is it something that was born a certain way that that is not really human? That is a monster. I mean, I don't know how to. How else would you better describe that? Like, you know, we can't like zombies is something that's dead, so we know we're not going to see some dead thing walking around trying to eat our brains, right? Um. I think ghosts, you know, if you if you believe in the spiritual realm, I think it's possible for ghosts to be real. I think if if you really, you know, if you, if you encourage the spirits that uh, if you open yourself up to stuff, stuff comes in. That's all I'm going to say to that. But vampires, it really comes down to a belief, right? Like if somebody formally like firmly believes mental disorder or not that they are something else and that they have teeth and they can bite someone with the intention of drinking blood for whatever reason, are they are they crazy or are they actually vampires? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird word. It's weird because yeah, the reality because is they're, they're all crazy right? people. Let's just be, they're all crazy. But the reality is, is I think that I mean, doesn't deem them not vampires. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to have powers to have to be a vampire. Well, okay, okay, okay. So speed, strength, the, maybe the ability to transform or fly. Like okay, into a bat. I hear you. Uh, levitate things. I hear you. Levitate um, yourself. I mean, if we're going to use Twilight as a reference, none of that happens. I mean, I guess he's fast <laughs> and he's strong. Yeah, I mean. They all have different powers, right? And uh, they sparkle. I, I guess you're right. They, they, they Yeah. Those aren't vampires, so, man. Those are, like, garbage. Anyways. And I think the biggest factor, too, with vampires is that, for the most part, we understood that they don't age. Right. Right? And, and, and in, in most of these stories, when we, we talk about these vampires, they all die. Right? They all die or they all... Uh, get older. Like, there's things that happen. So in in most folklore, they don't age. They don't get older. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's and then there. Okay, so uh, different top. We're gonna go off in a different little different rabbit trail. Um, there's the born to be a vampire, the born as a vampire and transformed into a vampire. Kind of like we were talking last week with werewolves and lichens, right? Um, the belief that if you were bit by a vampire and a vampire wasn't to drink all your blood, that you would be transformed and now become a vampire. Right. Therefore, like gaining powers and the ability to do certain things. Um, I don't see a lot of that in these in these myths when you look at them, right? You kind of see vampires as like almost as you would witches. They were just beings and creatures that roamed and killed things. There's not a lot of talk as far as what I can read that these were things that were building were an converted. army or converting or, you know, like. Yeah. So, again, the Dracula thing was that Dracula was a vampire. Or he was like the original van. That's the story. That's line. the lore like, behind him. Yeah, that he's he the, that he sold he's the his original. Soul. He sold his soul, got the powers, and that he himself created the genealogy of vampires by by drinking people's blood and converting them into vampires. That's kind of where that like as far as the knowledge that I have on him, which is very very shallow. That's kind of what I've always believed around Dracula. So the story there is cool because it talks about how it can continue on, but most of the the history here what i'm reading is like these people were just vampires they 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 were vampires they were born vampires they became vampires when they come of age and uh after their death they tormented people most cases not all but most cases it was after death that they tormented not before um well yeah because that's when thoughts. they fully transform right correct correct most of them lived very normal lives or they were very brutal in life but they were still human, uh, and then once they died, that's when the tormenting happened. That's when tormenting of people, uh, fear-mongering, tormenting. Anyways, um, towns being decimated, and then finding burial grounds with vampire bodies in them, uh, that kind of stuff. So thoughts. Thoughts on the concept of vampires either being born as monsters or regular human beings transformed. 
I mean, I'm still under the. I, I would still be under the belief that they were uh, based on lore that they were transformed. You just you don't know that it transpired, right? Maybe you don't know that Vlad Tempest was going around, you know, biting because a lot of these, like the the guys in the early 1900s, one was Germany, one another one was in Hungary, uh, or Hungary, excuse me. Um, and so they're not far off from Romania, right? And so you know he's going around transforming people. That's just my thought. I born whenever you, when you say born, I, I start thinking about Blade, right? Blade was born a uh, half vampire, right? Yep. Um, I, if you're a half vampire, do you only have one fang? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or oh, did Blade have? Did Blade he have two fangs? Yeah. Oh, well, then that answers yeah. that question. Yeah, he just uh, sunlight didn't bother him. Um, oh, so he was just a better vampire. He was well. That's what they. That's what. Yeah, like it's, it's, like the the less his, vampire you are, the better vampire you are. His, his that's exactly exactly his his enemies thought he was like the best because he could go out in the sun and and didn't have their weaknesses. So, um, but most of their strengths. But anyways, he's a Marvel character. We're talking about the real life Dracula here. So, are we real? The real deal. Yeah, listen to this. So ABC News in 2009 wrote a whole article on this. This is the title of this article. Coming out of the coffin, vampires among us. Subtitled, many self-described vampires fear ostracism from family and co-workers. In the beginning of the article, I just want to read a few excerpts here. It says, they roam our streets and tend to the sick. People who describe themselves as real-life vampires have found ways to live quietly among us. Uh, this was a quote from a woman named Kira who believes she is a psychic vampire. I'm not going to worry and waste sleep at night over who might think I'm a little kooky because I think I'm a vampire. She is a registered nurse who works in a hospital in Atlanta. She did not want to be identified by her real name. So Kira is not her real name, I guess. Um, she says, I try to be very ethical about what I do. I feed predominantly from crowds so as not to cause harm. Got that? Uh, so she's a psychic vampire. She says that other vampires, so she feeds off of psychic energy. Other vampires known as sanguinarians or blood drinkers claim to feed on the blood of consenting donors, um, as she exclaimed. So mm. they're out there. There's a vampire community? Apparently. That's cool. I mean, if there was, most of them should be super wealthy by now. Let's just put it out there. Like, again, eternal the life. Live forever. Yeah. As long as maybe you're they able, are. as long George as you're Soros. able to drink, right? Maybe oh, we should hashtag. Maybe we should Did hashtag you... George Soros and get him to comment. <laughs> That's the quickest way to get a brick thrown at you. <laughs> like, where did that pile of bricks come from? I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. So anyway. Well, I mean, would cool. you guys be a vampire if you could? Uh, okay. If it was a real thing. If if Vlad the Impaler, Vlad Tempest, Vlad Dracul, whatever many names he has, rolled up on you and was like, hey, I'm going to give you a choice. You die or you take on this. I mean, no, if I, I could... Yeah, if I, I take could, it. If I could feed it, off psychic it, energy and not blood... No, no, no. I mean, the psychic energy thing, that's just some weird nurse <laughs> out of Atlanta. I don't, I don't know what she's true. doing. Um, um, I'm talking like he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna suck on a little bit of your blood, maybe feed you a little bit of his. I don't know how that whole thing works. Um, and then you're going to die. You're going to resurrect. You're going to have fangs. You're going to live by night, not by day. Superpowers, of course. Um, that's, uh, you're paying too much, too much for superpowers there. I mean, paying too much? Faster, stronger? Yeah, I mean, okay, listen. First off... Call it what you want. No one's sucking on my neck, okay? Let's just put that out there. <laughs> like, that's a no-go no from the start. Second, <laughs> I gotta die to now. get the powers? Like, well, I'm yeah. good. I'm it's good. It's a lie? What do you no, mean I, I gotta die to get the powers. It's like... You have to die? Listen, as a guy that, you know, is skeptical of most things, I'm already thinking, like, I'm getting scammed. So wait, wait, let, let me hear you out. You, you want to suck on my neck, and I have to die to get what you're paying me? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> just just take me out. Just take Thank me you. out. Deuces. I don't listen. I I don't I'm sorry, but I don't spend that kind of money on people. Like I 
I gotta see the I gotta see the goods up front. Can you give Cody, me a little taste of this power now? I think I think Cody would do it. He as a chance to be Nosferatu in SpongeBob. Money. I mean, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> Literally, <sighs> you can't beat that. Can't beat it. You, you can. No, you, you can't. Can. Apparently, you're garlic better and, and across. You're uh, you're just better. I mean, what would your Cody? What would your wife think of you if you were a vampire? I mean, like, where, uh, what would be her standpoint? I'm not sure. I mean, I, I would just have to outlive her. I, it wouldn't be the, a problem the reality is The reality is he wouldn't <laughs> care because at some point his emotions would die out because he's going to live past her another thousand years. So, you know, what do you do? What do, what you, do you do? What do you do? Like, hey, babe, sorry. Didn't consider your thoughts in this. One is superpowers and the ability to fly at night. Ah. Had to sacrifice my life. Let a dude drink from my neck. But uh, okay, all right. <laughs> we have gotten furries and dudes drinking from necks in this episode. Um, uh, and, and and psychic vampires that are apparently nurses, registered nurses in Atlanta. By the way, ABC. How article. is it? How is it that even the simplest of myths have gotten so twisted and so weird? Like what? It's great. Great where people's minds go. <sighs> we've, gone from, we've gone from we've gone from light. Were- werewolves and lichens to furries, and then psychic vampires that feed off people. Come on, people! Like don't that make... work in that work this in is... hospitals, by the way, and take people's blood daily. This I'm just is... saying, like, it's just you're gonna, look, you're gonna look at your nurse next time and go, um, don't are make... you one of those? Don't make vampires complicated. All right, like we they ain't got a glitter. They they they, <laughs> they drink blood regardless if it's consented or not. Um. Yeah. Come Weird. to suck your blood. Oh my God. So we. I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna give my kids reference because I've got kids. We we love the Transylvania movies with Adam Sandler. Man, they're fantastic. And yeah, we're so. walking. We're walking out of the game on Friday, and uh, Reagan goes, "Hey, Dad." And I went, "What?" She goes, "Blah blah blah." Blah and blah blah. <laughs> they just love that. You know, blah blah blah, because that's what they assume to be vampires. So yeah. Blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's oh. what they say in Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That was the yeah. reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, uh, she, they just, they love that movie. I think there's three or four of those movies. I think they're great. But Fantastic. anyways, that's, uh, that's well, my... we're wrapping up Halloween month. Um, it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Was it. Cool. Cool. So on to Christmas. Stop. Get out, get <laughs> out of here. The next four weeks will be about Thanksgiving and turkeys and maybe my birthday. Yes. And Cody's. I mean, his is there and there too. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't need anything. I just need a day to do what I want to do. To chill, yeah. So, Heck all right, yeah. cool. Well, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Um, hope you guys have a lot of fun out there. Watch out for those vampiric nurses. Uh, make sure you check their background before they take your blood. Anyways, Twisted World fam, we love you. We're out. Peace out. Later.